Big E. Yep. Antonio, coach is on the line. Hey, B. Hello. Yo, what's up, coach? What the hell's going on, man? There's a villain all over the news, man. Is Antonio all right? He didn't behave like this before he started getting this money. Like, there's something wrong with A.B. Antonio Brown has been an absolute embarrassment. You're not a villain. You're just, you're the most misunderstood fucking human being in my entire life. I mean, I brought you here because you're my favorite guy. I've never seen the guy work hard. And I don't know where you are in your life right now, Austin. All I know is you, you got a lot of things going. There's a lot of people that have an opinion about you. And whether it be good or bad, you're in the spotlight all the time. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you want to be a Raider or not? Man, I've been trying to be a Raider since day one. I've been fucking working my ass so hard anyway. I don't know why it's a question of me being a Raider. Like, do you guys want me to be a Raider? Stop this shit and just play football. How hard is it, man? You're a great football player. Just play football. Yeah, but I'm, just, yeah. I'm more than a football player, man. I'm a real person. It ain't about the football. I know how to do that. I'll show you guys down the daily. This is my life. Ain't no more games. Fantasy, fantasy football! Football! Wow, it sucks not having the headphones because I couldn't hear that masterpiece. Nice. Another new intro. Um, Katie's here. Hello. And uh, Stop staring longingly into Andrew's eyes. <laughs> Don't ever stop. Um, I can't say what I so, have to say. Is this Why? week one? More I'm confused by our naming sex. Yeah, you can't hear any of the drops, so now you're just going to talk all over them. Well, this is not week one. This is draft week. It wasn't draft week the last episode. I don't know. Okay. Is week one? Because we did it last year where is w- we did it like a post week one episode was week one. But right. I really feel like it should be week one, like preview Week two, preview. Week three. That's how it makes sense to me. So this is week one? I would call this week one. So then... So we had two draft... We had a pre-draft episode, a draft teaser <clears throat> episode, and now we're on to week one. But we're not going to talk about anything relevant to week one football. We're not going to look at the match We're going to do a preview. Yeah, that's so, what I mean. All right, this is... Fuck it. This is week one. Okay, that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yes. Katie, do you think that makes sense? Sure. Yeah, we'll do it. All right, all right, all right. We'll get. I'm sick of talking about football already. Uh, Yeah. I got. I just came. I I just came back from the airport. Logan. Tell Greg and Aaron about it. And I saw none other than Willie McGinnis. Really? I did. Um, Wow. Wow. Like. Super fans like following him around, wow. trying to get like his autograph, or, and he looks so fucking annoyed. Wow! And let me tell you, in person, he's a scary motherfucker. Big guy. Yeah, and it got me thinking: is that like the 
the best celebrity sighting of my life. Oh, man. And no I, chance. I mean, not counting a place that you're planning on seeing him. Oh, okay. Well, that's a really weird qualifier. Well, no. Like, you, you're, if you're going to bring up, like, the Lake Tahoe golf tournament. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know, then I'm not interested in that. Why? Well, why? Why? fine, too. Who's your, like, unplanned, top unplanned celebrity sighting? And then, oh, and then, who's your favorite celebrity you've ever seen in person? Top unplanned celebrity sighting would probably be Ron Rivera at Garwoods. Oh, I totally forgot about that one. That one is great because it's Garwoods. Yeah, um, and it's football. I saw uh, Aegon eating. Which Aegon? Because there's a hundred of them. Oh God. Adrian Gonzalez. Is oh, that, okay. Uh, so right outside of Fenway, eating frozen yogurt. So, was it a game day? No, I think it was. I think it was off season. And he was just like, "I'm gonna go get my froyo." <laughs> yeah. Uh, also a big dude, not as big as Willie McGinnis. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I saw Bruce Buffer, who's nice. Michael Buffer's brother and UFC wow, incredible announcer, and his uh, his yes. license plate was like. RRR Umble. Speaking of champions. So he's living. Got it. Off his brother's name in that sense. Katie. I don't think I've ever seen a celebrity. No? Really? No. I know that I was once in the same Macy's as Beyonce. How? But I did not see her. How do you But I know did that? probably breathe it's, the same air as her. Super creepy that you're like, we were in the same building, but I didn't see her. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Did they like someone else in the Macy's told me? (laughs) Probably just some like ignorant white woman in Western Mass that saw a black woman. I was in New York City, and there were like like a crowd around her. That's why I couldn't. Was was Katie not there when we saw Ron Rivera? I don't think so. Was that or I didn't know who it was? All dudes. No, Uh, we made a pretty big deal about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like she wasn't. Okay. I don't think I have ever seen a celebrity. All right. Anyone Surprise, else for motherfucker. you, Andrew, Besides the unplanned before. Uh, I can't like think of any other unplanned celebrity sightings that I've had. You probably would know better than I would which celebrities I've seen. Yeah. Unplanned. Unplanned um, is rough. Unplanned. I mean, I'm sure that I've seen celebrities like in my military career. They would like come to bases and stuff when I'm sure I just can't really remember. You're such a star fucker. There was some, uh, some famous actor. It might've been like Denzel Washington. You would remember Denzel Washington. Uh, Not really. I don't really care about that stuff. Okay. Um, all right. Then let's talk Lake Tahoe celebrity golf tournament. Yeah. So Michael Jordan. Yeah. So was it Ryan who got the autograph and you didn't? I got Lawrence Taylor. Did you get fake Lawrence Taylor too? I uh, don't think so. I hope not. Okay, because you don't remember the dude riding a bicycle just pretending to be Lawrence Taylor? At the golf tournament? Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. I talking think we got real history, Lawrence Taylor. Charles history. Barkley was a great uh, a great one to, to did we see. Did get his autograph? Yeah, we did. 
Really? Yeah. Ryan has like a Disney Disneyland like autograph book just full of like yeah. 90s basketball stars. <sighs> and Maury Povich. Maury Povich gave you a hug or is that Johnny Bench? No, that was uh, oh, Ernie something. All right. I don't want to see. Not Johnny Bench. He was there though, Ernie, right? Was it? I think it was Ernie Banks. Okay. I he mean, like picked me up and. Do you remember? Oh, when... I just remembered one. Okay, let's hear it. I can't remember his name. No, that doesn't help. <laughs> it was a like rapper oh, when I was in college, and I worked at Applebee's, and he went and got takeout at Applebee's after doing a concert there. Oh, they were at popular. Applebee's. Yeah, he got Applebee's. No, no, no. Takeout. He did the concert at Applebee's. No, he did the concert at the college. Which it, college is that? I was at Keene State College. Was uh, it Lupe Fiasco? Yes, I think that was it. No, I just made that up. No, it was. Hold on. What was song Lupe does he Fiasco? sing? <laughs> it was. There's no chance in hell Andrew just was like, it's Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> Hold on. What song does Lupe Fiasco sing? Uh, Fighters. Lupe Isn't that Fiasco. the name of it? All right. Remember at the golf tournament when everyone thought Dave Mira was Mike mm. Bibby? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Everyone so. was like wearing, this is like at the height of Mike Bibby's career. Yeah. Everyone was wearing Bibby jerseys because, I mean, you're, what, yeah. two hours from yeah, Sacramento? I mean, yeah. They, they, Everyone's they, like, Mr. Bibby, Mr. Bibby. And it's just Dave Mira. So you get like a- And he's just signing him. It was Lupe Fiasco. Wow. Nice. It was this Lupe. song that was popular at the time. Okay. I've got um, it. Oh. Wasn't that UMass then? Incredible. Didn't no. he come to UMass? Maybe he did at the same time. Making the college rounds. Hold on. Oh, God. Um, coffee so, in the big time. Now we're getting some outside audio time. Leave the audio to Andrew, please. Um, Oops. Never go to Applebee's. He got takeout hey, from Applebee's, and I was good. a takeout person. What did he get? He gets some, like... I don't remember. Super healthy oh, salad. I'm just getting wild on the soundboard now. Um, what were we talking about? How they made Dave Mira yes. sign Mike Bibby's photo in the program. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, someone definitely was like, sign this page. And he just did. I do remember him just like churning out autographs and just kind of like in a low, calm voice, just kind of telling the crowd, I'm Dave Mira. <laughs> Like signing as Dave Mira, and everyone's like, "Mr. Bibby, Mr. Bibby," and he's just kind of looking around. He's like, "I'm Dave Mira," <laughs> but okay, that's great. So now he's dead. I know. Oh, uh, we got a drop for that, don't we? I will remember you. Why is that not appropriate? Didn't he like hang himself? I don't know. He's dead. Okay. Uh, thanks for bringing the mood down, Katie. That wasn't me. I had Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, Lupe the Fiasco. All right, so then we'll, let, we're gonna we're gonna learn you some football real quick, and then you'll be released. How's that sound? Okay. All right. Should I play? I feel like I should play some sort of background music here. I'm gonna. This is what's gonna happen. I gotta pull up my my outline. Um, I'm gonna ask you a multiple choice question about football. <laughs> Okay. Sure. Okay. So <clears throat> here it is. The following is true about Antonio Brown. <laughs> A, 
he bleached his mustache blonde. B, he refused to play football this year. C, he showed up to Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon. D, he burned his feet during cryogenic therapy. Or E, he got in a fight with his team's GM and was reportedly suspended for the first game. I'm hoping that it's he bleached his mustache blonde. Interestingly enough, that is correct. However, they are all correct. Oh. (laughs) He did all of those things. What an interesting man. Yeah. So good. Now you know more about football and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is, he is suffering from CTE in front of our eyes. He is, he is. He's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy. Um, like, not just a pre-Madonna wide receiver. Like, he... I'm actually... Like, I'll put it this way. If Antonio Brown never played another football game and, like, disappeared out of the NFL and was in a padded room somewhere, I would not be surprised. Yeah. I mean, he's self-sabotaging at this point, you know? Like... And it's just a roller coaster. I know. Apparently, he's going to play again now. Yeah, that's the latest. So, it went from... We got through all the kind of off-season stuff with the helmet and the feet and everything else. And then, was it Friday? No, today's Friday. Was it yesterday that he gets into this fight with the GM? Yeah. So, then they're like... They're like, fuck you. We're going to suspend you for the first week. And then he's like, oh, you are? I'm demanding a trade. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, is he ever going to play football again? And then I guess he made some, like, tear-soaked apology to the team today. And now they're like, he's back on week one. He's Yeah. Um, I mean, it's insane. Um, he's insane. Uh, the fact... The fact that it's, like, days away from when he's gonna play and he just like picks a fight with yeah. the, the gm it's like clearly he just doesn't want to be a raider uh, i don't know that it's even like i don't think there's even that much like intent behind it i think he's just crazy i don't think it matters what team he's on i don't think it would matter if he was making a bazillion dollars he's just nuts yeah uh the only thing crazier to do would be to trade him for carlos hyde yeah <laughs> Like, I don't think, I don't know how stupid the fantasy wizard thinks I am, but like, even if Antonio Brown never plays another snap, I'd rather have him on my team than Carlos Hyde. <laughs> I mean, that's a little, uh, that's, that's aggressive, but Carlos no, Hyde, you, not you, interested. <laughs> you screenshotted that trade and texted it to me with no like message with it. And when I saw it at first, I was like, why is he sending me this? Is he like looking for my input? And how I believe my words were absolutely not. No, I was just, I was flabbergasted. You know, like send me, send me, A, send me a receiver, right? Yeah. Like B, send me one that has some upside that went in like the sixth round instead of the second. And then, you, you know, like even someone like a Will Fuller or something. Send yeah. me someone like, not, I don't know who's on his team, but like, yeah. I'm not going to send him for someone I wouldn't pick up in the free agency. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, you know, he shot his shot. He thought he could fleece you. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking offended. Yeah. 
Um, we'll take it out in the chat. All right. You can taunt his default mascot. Can we get to the next segment, please? So big, I told her, look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Then I put a fat rabbit on All right, so this week's week one episode should follow the standard format for our episodes kind of moving throughout the season. Sure. So this is last week, look back, but obviously we didn't play last week. Um, but you had something that you wanted to talk about? Well, I just thought it would be fun to embrace our new app and talk mascot talk about massacre. the mascots and then call it the mascot massacre so what's the massacre whose mascots killed who so my dead fish destroys bryce's creepy clown i don't know man did you see me dumping Hot coffee on my own non-existent fish genitals. <laughs> Did you I, see that? I didn't quite know what was happening there. Um, but I gotta look, say, I do. Like I have a dead fish. I sneaky, <laughs> I sneaky like Bryce's mascot. I know it's just it's it's rough for him because it's like we're one and two in the mascot power rankings, and he yeah. just he uh, he can't do anything. Like, yeah. what is he supposed to do? His his fucking clown just goes back and forth, back and forth. How do what do you think of these mascots though overall? Like this uh, this may be the best part of the app to me. Really? Yeah. I think it's like fun, but maybe not like I could take it or leave it, I guess. Look, if there were considerably more mascots and it wasn't like such a pain to obtain them, then I'd be much more all in. But well, well how do you get these cookies? And, you have to buy cookies. You can't earn them by like running around with your phone. <sighs> no, it's not like Pokemon Go. Okay. Um, I think an interesting mascot competition right now is Greg versus uh, Curtis. Yeah. Because they're both like cartoon versions of NFL mascots. Yeah. That's the well. So that's the other thing I don't like about the mascots is like I want them to be non-football related because. What we're doing is we're all just getting these random mascots, but like I don't want my random mascot to be the Browns mascot or the Ravens mascot. Yeah. Like I want it to be a fucking clown with fangs or if like an elf that shoots arrows. Yeah, I spent way too many cookies and I got one mascot I like though, so it was worth it. Yeah. If I'm being honest though, Keish may have the best mascot. He does have a good one. He hasn't let us see enough of it, though. No, well, like, I if you look, more of what it's he can Matrix do. Cat. I know, but I want to see more of what he can do. Is Matrix Cat something I should be aware of? Is this, like, a known character? No, this is just, like, they, they took the character Morpheus, and they're right. like, let's make Morpheus a cat. So the cream can... of the crop. Yeah. I think that's a bear. You think it's a bear? It looks like a bear to me. Look at its ears. That's a Keish, cat. do more... Uh, mascot things in the sleeper chat so how, we can see what else this guy How do we do. feel about the taunt function? Uh, again, like I like the idea. I don't know that the execution's perfect. Anyone that has a standard mascot is dead to me. Yeah, so let's go ahead and publicly shame those okay, people. Okay, so Mark, dead um, to me. Suck. Dirk. 
dead to me. Suck. Uh, Aaron, super dead to me. Suck. I think that's it at this that's point. That's it now. Yeah, I did Greg's for him while we were golfing. Um, I, f- I feel better about that. We need to get Aaron's done. Um, I was really surprised to see this morning. I was really surprised to see that Curtis had one because I thought that I was going to have to do his as well. Uh, but he got the dog pound. So I I don't know if Mark got one and then opted out of it because he sent me a taunt because I was taunting him for having a default mascot. And then he sent me a taunt saying like, never mind, I prefer this one more. And it's still the default mascot. So I don't know if he like bought one and didn't like it. So stuck with the sleeper bot. Which would be okay, I guess, if no one else had it. But we we have three sleeper bots in the league right now, so that's not going to work. Yeah, no, no sleeper bots like that. I'm making that rule. You know, if you have a sleeper bot for the majority of this season, you're not coming back next season. You guys hear that? Better get rid of those sleeper bots. I need to know that you're engaged. All right, real quick, just because people don't like try in things. This is how you get a mascot. Go into your phone app, top left, the menu button, which is three horizontal lines. You click on that. Then you click on shop, scroll to the bottom, and there's something that says random mascot, 20 cookies. Press that, confirm it, and then you'll get your mascot. So no excuses. Uh, Aaron, get your mascot now. Um, moving from mascots, let's actually get to something that is... Uh, like football related. Nothing happened last week, but we can certainly um, talk about what did happen last week in the league, which was the draft. Big time. Big draft. Lots to talk about. It was a lot of time. It's a long draft. It was multiple weeks. Do you want to get into like if you would do that draft again or not or do you want to table that for like end of year discussion um well i mean we should talk about well how do you think it went uh fine i mean it went like kind of how i expected it would i enjoyed it i enjoyed the process i wish that everyone in the league was as like dedicated or committed to it as i was but well i would say there's i would never expect that well, I think there's one person, clearly, uh, arguably two, that really, uh, one was very hot and then very cold on it. The other one was never engaged, which um, was, so Mark was never engaged. Come on, Mark. Never. We were always waiting for him. <laughs> always. He I think did, he made a couple quick picks. I don't think so. I think if you add up all the time I took, his shortest pick took longer. That would be my guess. Maybe. Um, but I mean, I think clearly the biggest troublemaker here was Curtis. I, I will never sign off on pausing the draft for multiple days, especially during like final cut times. Yeah. But I don't think we factored that in. No, I mean, it was an oversight on our part, but I think some that oversight caused some, sticky situations that I think a a a decent person would have uh, acted a little bit differently Bruh. in that scenario. Why don't you uh, tell us what you mean by that? Well, I mean, um, to just like 
leave for three days and be like, I can't draft, expect the draft to be paused and then learn some news and just like not even think twice about uh, taking two guys that were super undervalued because of what happened in the cuts. Too bad too. And what really irks me is that if it if the shoe was on the other foot and like Aaron got both those players and Curtis didn't get them, mm-hmm. he would have been fucking bitching like crazy. Okay. So number one question, do you think Curtis had any sort of idea that this was going to benefit him? Oh, no. I don't think he did. Just say that you did. I did. I mean, I think he had internet. I think he had internet, and he planned to have the draft pause right in front of his picks. Well, look, I... There may be some merit to the belief that he had internet because... One of two things happened. Either he got, because this is what I told him. I said, look, we're going to pause the draft for you. When you, as soon as you get internet, you send me a text, you let me know, and I'll resume it. So Monday, uh, he texted me. He said, all right, I'm back. Let's go. So I resumed. And then immediately he fired off those two picks, which were based on news that broke while he was supposedly without internet. So either he had internet and already knew about these things, or he got internet didn't tell me he had internet, waited for a while, and then was like, oh, look at all this cool shit. All right, now I'm ready to draft. Um, you know, pick your poison. Well, I, I think we should have thought through the pausing. I, I don't think we should ever pause uh, a draft like that again if we were going to do it again. Um, I would say I would still do that pause if it wasn't going Curtis. to... Uh. <laughs> Yeah, if we had started a week earlier. Yeah, if it wasn't going to run over the time when everyone's making their final roster cuts, I don't think it's a problem. You know, if it had been a week sooner, I don't think it makes any difference at all. But just because it ran over final roster cuts, that that made all the difference in the world. And I know we're just going to let Curtis get away with this. Well, we did a poll, and the majority of the league, or at least half the league wants him to be fined 50% of his fab. I know. I mean, in reality, I think that's too harsh, but I do think that like someone like LaShawn McCoy wouldn't, would have gone undrafted. Right. Like, and I, uh, no, for a 10, we only drafted 140 players. No, there's no way that Sean LaShawn McCoy would have gone undrafted. He went undrafted in my other league. Well, your other league, was dumb. I mean, he was a starting running back for an NFL team. Yeah. Those people get drafted. Anyway. I mean, Peyton Barber got drafted. That's a good point. Uh, anyway, he drafted. should have to give up like $10 in fab. That's what I think. We should fine him $10 in fab. And yep. then Keish B said we should give it to Aaron. Why are we giving it to Aaron? I'm assuming because she is the Damian Williams owner. Oh, yeah. So, like, she got, like, kind of, you know. Well, then let's make it 20. Backdoor screwed out of this. Let's make it 20. Do all 20 go to Aaron? Yeah. Um, Wow. Do we have that power? Katie's back. Oh, dinner's ready. Okay. (laughs) We got a lot to get through. 
Yeah, of course. Yes. Please. 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 All um, right. Real quick on this, though. I just want to weigh in on this. I think you think it's a bigger problem than I do. Two things I want to say. Number one, Curtis didn't ask us to pause it. That was my idea. Okay. However, I think he manipulated me and knew that I would do that, and he did this to get an advantage. As long as we're clearing the air here, you asked me if we should pause it, and I said no. Yeah. Okay. Conspiracy. I think if it were anyone else that wasn't bitching about trades I made last year. Yeah. I would be fine with it, but since it's Curtis, like it, it definitely rubs me the wrong way. I'm with you. Um, the only, the only other thing I wanted to say about this is where I think you and I differ. I don't think it's like that great of a situation for him. Like even after the trades, I don't really care about either of those players. I want Devin Singletary. I was yeah. he, he was on my on my list of someone I wanted to draft. Sure, but like at the end of the draft. With like a up, sh- like, hey, this could work out and be something. Cool. I would definitely have been taking him on the t- my next turn. Yeah, but anyway, it's fine. I just hate that it's Curtis, but we yeah. can move on. Sticking with the draft, um, did you want to talk about your team? I know you've like. Well, so as of yesterday, I was I was basically gonna like just give up so you were tilting pretty hard well the the mistakes i made in the i just i didn't do a very good job of mitigating risk don't try to talk it's just very long it's good so i drafted um well so (laughs) give yourself a draft grade overall c minus before any news broke. Oh. B plus. And then after the news? C minus. I think I would have just given you I'm just gonna give you a C. You get a C for before me. before it yeah, was I'm a still C. Give, I'm still giving you a C. Oh. See, I don't think so. Because when we were drafting, the news we had suggested, you know, Melvin Gordon's gonna miss a few games. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard's gonna play a few games. Yeah. Um and Antonio Brown was happy as a clam once he got his fucking yeah, I, helmet. I mean I think your draft was not great and I still would have drafted Melvin Gordon where you did and I still would have drafted Antonio Brown where you did. Like presently. Like I still think that those are fine. So what's your problem with my draft? You drafted then? like 16 running backs when you only had two wide receivers. It's yeah, because... crazy. No, I degaff about wide receivers. I guess so, yeah. you. And, I have Mike you and Evans and Greg. Antonio Brown, and then, I mean, it's fine. Like, Yeah, that's uh, just, that uh, comes down to style. That's but not you how I do it. Look so at the I'm teams that were most successful last year, and they were very running back heavy. Sure. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Sony Michelle, like I'm super excited about them. <clears throat> I thought Melvin Gordon was gonna be back in a few weeks. Yeah. And then <clears throat> Tony Pollard was gonna make up for for that. And then I had Austin Eckler. And then yeah. if everything went right, it was like I had my first two weeks covered. Then Mike Sand, um, Miles Sanders would have potentially taken 
you know, over like the main role in Philadelphia. And yeah. I really thought that my team in like a, th- a few weeks was going to be really good. Uh, but everything kind of went the, the wrong way for me. Um, now my, my best hope is that Melvin Gordon does get traded. Um, and if that happens, I'll be in, in pretty good shape again. Oh no, we suck again. You drafted Julio Jones and he's saying he's not no, even going to play this week. Listen to that. He's going to play. Yeah. He's I mean, gonna play. just being a little harsh he on my, his contract, on my yeah. team. Look, we just, we build rosters differently, obviously. Yeah, I try to build a more balanced I think, roster, and you were just. I going think positionally, with... my team is fine if I didn't take so much risk. I don't even care about the risk; it's the positions that bothers me. I think that's just your own like weird hangups. No, because like, let's say Antonio Brown doesn't work out. Yeah, now you're starting. Sterling that is Shepard. risk. You just said that. You just said you didn't but, care about the risk. That's the risk I took. Yeah, but the risk isn't just that it's Antonio Brown. It's that you don't have any other wide receivers. Yeah, I know. Also risky. Yeah. you. And I just said I didn't risk. mitigate risk. And then you said yeah. you didn't care about the risk. But, but your mean, argument like a, is the risk. I mean, on a, like an individual player basis, people are like, oh, I don't want to draft these players. They're risky. I guess I'm fairly confident that I can get a great wide receiver three out of the f- three out of free agency. Or a trade. Or a trade. Hmm. Um, it sucks that now Tony Pollard's been cut because Ezekiel Elliott's back. The reason yeah. I wanted to take Tony Pollard was to keep him away from uh, the Wizard. Now the Wizard gets yeah, no, I 16 mean, games out of I, Ezekiel Elliott. That was, again, that was a player risk that I would have been willing to take. I do think that you drafted him too early. but No, I didn't. I think so. He was I, getting drafted... I think it was a little bit of a reach for Tony Pollard. I don't. I think you were trying to send a message. You're, no, you're you're uh, using you're being a Monday morning quarterback. No, right now. Oh, no. Yes. absolutely not. A hundred percent. No, I took him. I took him where I should have. Bruh. If I owned him, I should have taken him like two rounds earlier. If you own Zeke, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Let's move into the next piece, and we'll stick with your team. How's that sound? Sounds great. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to review everybody's draft, and we're going to do a hot pick and a cold pick. So a pick they made in the draft that, that we think was good, or I guess I think was good, and then a pick that we think was bad. Uh, so I don't have like a segment for this. It's just like hot and cold picks, and then I found this drop just randomly on the internet. So I'll just, you know, this is for our hot and cold picks. No, no. Groom me into your first pick and use me on a top team. Oh, now take off your pants. No idea like what that's from or why what that's. The fuck, dude. I don't know, but it's there. So <clears throat> that's what we're doing. Um, I'm gonna run down the teams just in the order that they drafted, and then uh, so we're gonna start with you. You had the first pick, C Mac, and me. Um, your hot pick uh, is going to be Sony Michelle in round four. Hot. Hot. <laughs> I just picture that being like a really fat guy that's drinking hot dog water and then like choking on it. Hot. Gross. Uh, I just, I like that pick. I like Sony Michelle this year. Um, and I thought, I was sitting there hoping to God that he fell to me 
on my next pick, knowing that he wouldn't. Um, I like that pick. Anything? Um, Sony Michelle was a guy I really wanted. Like yeah. I, as soon as I made my round four pick, right now, three, three. When I was like, as soon as I made those picks, I was I basically texted you and I was like, in four and five, I want. It wasn't that early because your pick had already gone. So, but it was it was about it was hours before I was going to make that pick essentially. And I told you I really want Sony Michelle and Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Um. And you got him. And I got him. And and you got some other players too. I did. So let's talk about your cold pick. Keith's cold pick was Tony Pollard, round eight. Look, that is a great pick. We obviously disagree here. If Ezekiel Elliott misses like four games. I want to make something perfectly clear. This is not me choosing Tony Pollard because I now know that he's not going to start. I didn't like that pick. When you made it. If you go to what his ADP was around that time when there was bad news for Zeke, he was going earlier. He was yeah, going 6-7. Uh, I just like, I I think he was going 6-7 was his ADP to the Zeke owner, which I understand, but you're not the Zeke owner, so you're just, you're getting But I like am the Melvin Gordon owner. Okay. I so I, I thought can... that, Melvin Gordon was going to miss yeah. a couple games, and I I was going to fill that with Tony Pollard and hurt Mark. Okay, it was very risky and it didn't pan out. Right. And I agree that he was the worst decision I made because I literally just cut him. Yeah, but I you know I had a plan in mind, and yep. I, I think I went a little bit too far on like this is exactly what's going to happen, and if this all happens, I'm going to be. You know, I'm gonna have the best team in the league, and now yeah, I think you I, were playing like Morpheus Bear. Yeah, I, I think I uh, fucked up. I think I have the worst team in the league. Speaking of Morpheus Bear, let's move on to Rich Homie Quan. Has he spelled his name right yet? Uh, I don't know. It's Q U O N for Saquon, so you can't just call yourself the name oh. of a rapper. If it, if you're not spelling it Q U O N, you're not referencing Saquon Barkley at all. Ooh, wow! I don't have a drop for like. Whatever, like, like, f- like for you, you're not spelling nuclear shit. correctly, and then just making an right feeling that we're gonna infer that it it sounds like DeAndre Hopkins' nickname. Come so, on, Quiche. Anyway, let's get to the draft. Yes, you Quiche. Um, yeah. So Quiche's draft, his hot Quiche's hot pick was. Royce Freeman, round 11. What? Uh, I just like, I think Royce Freeman was underdraft, undervalued this year. Well, because he was overvalued last year, so no one wants him. Yeah, like, but they're not, I, the way I look at it is like, yes, he was overvalued last year. He didn't kind of pan out last year. New kind of offense installed there this year, but he didn't get like a bump from that. Everyone was just fucking out on him and all in on Payne Lindsay still, so. It's not Payne Lindsay. I'm just, I'm never giving that up. Um, I think you're right here. I think there are a lot of players this year that were being severely undervalued because of what happened last year. You know, like they or, were. Am I just overvaluing things like new offensive coordinators, 
for well i mean in round 11 you're you're just taking a shot yeah right? that's how i feel about it too is like you're getting a starting running or even if he splits time like it's a valuable player and it's all the way in round 11 for running back is well it is it doesn't even matter if he's valuable it's the fact that he could possibly be valuable that makes him worth drafting in that round so quiche nice pick there with uh royce to five nine but you also made a bad pick keith's cold pick was i have two here you're gonna have to be the tiebreaker Coincidentally enough, they're both on the Tennessee Titans. I don't like Derrick Henry round four or Corey Davis round 10. Why I like uh, whatever his name is, Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. is because he could have taken Sony Michelle and he took Derrick Henry. That's exactly why it's a bad pick in my eyes. Yeah, that's I like it personally Okay, because it benefited me. That's what the me. point is. Exercise. I think Corey Davis sucks. I think yeah. he's he shouldn't be rostered. I think that the the hype on him from a couple years ago being a first round draft pick, like he's still riding that wave. People think that he can like emerge, but Marcus Mariota sucks. Sucks. Uh, he's Sucks. just, just going to throw shitty passes to Delaney Walker all Sucks. Time. and maybe Deion Lewis. I do not want anything to do uh, with Corey Davis. So are we settling then on Corey Davis being his I think cold so. pick? All right, way to go, Quiche. Corey fucking Davis. All right, let's move on to the Unlucky Charms, uh, which is Dirk's team. The Unlucky Charms, hot pick, A.J. Green, round eight. Hot. Well, does this become like how how many games does he have to play this year for you to feel like this was a good? Uh, pick? It doesn't matter because that's like hypothetically. No, I understand it was a good draft because he dropped really far based on compared to like typical ADP. But for you, if you took him in eight, in the eighth round, how many games would you want to get from him in order to feel uh, justified? To feel justified, well, honestly, like to feel like it was a good decision. Once you have all the information, uh, I can't. I can't play that game. Like I feel like it was a good decision, even if he ends up playing zero games. Like that's a risk worth taking. The eighth round for a wide receiver one. Sure, but if he plays no games, you're gonna have a tinge of yeah, regret. Look, I'm expecting him. Like it, if I'm the guy you're drafting, AJ Green. I'm drafting him, expecting him to miss five, maybe six games. You know, if he misses more than that, then I'm like, damn. Yeah, okay. That's too bad. All right, so you you want 10 games from him. Yeah, I want 10 games from him. Okay. Give me 10 games. For me, I think if he plays like six, he's worth an eighth rounder because he could be the difference between making the playoffs and not. Uh, So cold pick? Cold pick for the unlucky charms cream hunt round 10 well i think it's a little risky i think he fell into some of the the uh the same errors like wrong paths uh, that i did this is my problem with this pick is you know what it is like you know this player is not even capable of scoring you fantasy points until week 10 and that's just not someone I'm rostering. Sure. Not even going to put him on my roster. Yeah. Like, and clogging. It, <laughs> if, he, if this was an IR situation, great. Yeah. Stash him on the IR, roster another player, great. 
He's suspended. He's just clogging a bench spot for you. Yeah. I, I, like, how long do you think Dirk is going to be able to hold Kareem Hunt on his bench before he's like, fuck, I need to make a waiver move? Best case scenario is, like, Nick Chubb goes out for the year. Yeah. Like, that, to me, is the only only yeah. scenario in which you're happy you have him. Because you, are you going to start Kareem Hunt? You know, like, if, if your team is through all of its buys, are you going to start Kareem Hunt when he... Like, first week he comes back. Dirk, you need to get on the sleeper chat and explain yourself with yeah. this pick. This pick is garbage. Tell us why you did it. All right. Next All right. one. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the longest fantasy football team name I've ever seen. Um, I'm actually impressed that sleeper, like, supports team names this long. Next, we're going to go to Girl I Want a Montez Sweat La Long Time, which is Mark's team. Um. It's Honestly, rough. like, I like Mark's roster, but when I was trying to pick his picks, like, I feel like they were all just kind of made right around their ADP, and I was like, none of these I think are steals, none of these I think are, like, yeah, great, I... but none of them are bad, but, so, anyways, his hot pick, uh, I went with Evan Ingram round six. Hot. Yeah, I mean. Um, and this was my main justification for this. I think that's a great pickup for Mark because... Bryce drafted Jared Cook right before that. It's like Bryce, what are you doing? Bryce Bryce, I feel like loves Drew Brees. Like Lo- what? How many of the four hundred million fantasy football drafts that happened this year? Like how many times do you think Jared Cook got drafted ahead of Evan Ingram? Not many. Not many. Uh, probably would have to be a keeper situation. You know, maybe Bryce knows something that the rest of the world doesn't, but Anyways, like I like the I don't think that this is too high of draft capital to spend on Evan Ingram. I mean, there's absolutely a world where Evan Ingram ends the season as the tight end one. Oh, definitely. I don't think it'll happen, but like round Evan, six. Yeah, to me, to Evan be able to get him when other people are taking Jared Cook, you know what I mean? It just feel to me it feels like Evan Ingram's floor is 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 somewhat close to Jared Cook's ceiling. Um, I don't know. I think like the, I, I do think Evan Ingram has a low floor. I do think there's a possibility for that. Really? Anyway, I don't think it's likely, but yeah, that was my hot pick for Mark Evan Ingram Rothrick. So, cold pick for the girl sweat my balls. Um, I'm gonna go with. Daryl Henderson, round 12. Look, again, this is someone I don't draft. Yeah, I mean... Like, cool, you want a piece of the Rams offense, got it. Um, No one else was going to draft Daryl Henderson, so just let him sit on the wire, keep your eyes on him. And if you need to, you know, spend some fab on him, but... Yeah, it wasn't even his last pick. It was round twelve. There's gonna be a, have to be literally multiple injuries for Daryl Henderson. To well, be that's super exactly relevant. that's exactly my point. Like Daryl Henderson isn't even first in line if Gurley's knee flares up. It's Malcolm. Yeah. What's his name? Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown, and that yeah, may Malcolm change Brown. halfway through the isn't season. Isn't Malcolm Brown on waivers right now? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I I don't get it. Cold cold pick from me, Mark. Get on the sleeper chat. And explain yourself, Daryl Henderson, round 12. All right, can we talk Bryce now, even though you've already run him down? Yeah, we could talk Bryce. Let's talk uh, Bryce's hot pick. Um, This one, 
You coveted this guy. I did. It's Deshaun Watson round five. Oh, I- uh, I just I just really like Deshaun Watson this year. Well, especially now that they've um, really ramped up their O-line. Literally everything that has happened in this offseason has pointed the arrow up for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Will Fuller like is no, healthy. Like none of the news has hurt him. It has all helped him. Yeah. And, and with the, what happened to Lamar Miller, it's like, Okay, you're going to involve Duke Johnson more, but he's more of a yeah. All, pass all this back. means to me is that Deshaun Watson's just running in more touchdowns. Now yeah, without probably. Lamar Miller. So I just really like Lamar Miller. I don't think he necessarily you got really him. like Deshaun Watson. Yes. You hate Lamar Miller. I don't hate Lamar Miller, but I really like Deshaun Watson, which is who we're talking about. Round five. I don't think that's like a great value on him. I think most drafts he was probably going in the fourth round, um, but five is probably. You know, he, he's going somewhere around there. I just, I made it the hot pick because I just really like Deshaun Watson this year. I would rather have Deshaun Watson uh, at his value than Patrick Mahomes where he costs. So I am, um, I really want to talk this next. The cold pick? Yeah. Bryce's cold pick. Let's talk about it. It's Darwin Thompson in the ninth round. <laughs> So this move was justified somewhat pre LaShawn McCoy getting cut by the Bills. Uh, this is, again, where I, I made these picks, trying my best to put my blinders on for any new no. news. I still think this is a reach. The no, but we already round? knew. We already knew. We already knew that uh, LaShawn McCoy was a chief. We did? We did. Are you sure? Uh, positive. I mean, because regardless. It's positive, because <laughs> when I saw this pick, I was like, oh, my God. Bryce, I'm sorry, but I, this may be the coldest pick there was. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I made some bad choices, but Darwin Thompson, I think, is super irrelevant. <laughs> Wait till we get to Greg's cold pick. You <laughs> might take that back. But, uh, yeah, it's just it, like... Take, I, take I just think the draft on Darwin Thompson, maybe, but the ninth round, absolutely not. This is Bryce just getting like way too caught up in hype. Yeah. Like, oh, so God, I, Darwin Thompson looks good in practice. Fucking boom. Ninth round. Bryce, you're an idiot. All right. Get on the sleeper chat and explain yourself. Yeah. All right. I need everyone to do that. Next team is me. Uh, I made the humble decision not to choose my own player. So um, you're going to have to pick my hot and cold. Uh, you got my hot pick? Yep. All right, let's hear it. Well, there are a lot I like, but I think I'm going to have to say it. Julio Jones. Like, I was shocked. That what he, round? Second round. Come on, figure out the format. He's in the second round. Oh, yeah. And you got him at, like, 17. So I will say this. Uh, when I was first putting the show script together, I did pick my own players, and I picked Julio Jones. And then I was like, no, I should let Keith pick these. Yeah, so I think it's Julio Jones. Honorable mention to, even after his shitty game, David Montgomery, I fell I real, so. real far to you. Yeah, another honorable mention, Chris Carson. I mm-hmm. think Chris Carson's going to be a top, like, eight running back this year. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Uh, yeah, Julio Jones, um, and this one. So this actually ties into another pick that we're going to talk about later. So I'll just save that conversation for then. But all right, cold Julio as Jones fuck. Fell to me. Um, you have one that is not only cold but cold as fuck. You say? Yeah. Well, I have a little cold bit more as- insight. 
All right, so let's hear it. Geronimo Allison. I know thirteenth round. round. Thirteenth round, I know. Yeah. But he literally got zero targets. Okay, great. That's so fucking Monday morning quarterbacking. Like supposed to be on the depth chart is the number two wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. And it's a thirteenth round. Like what was his ADP? I guarantee it was two rounds before then. Look. His ADP was like way higher than that. So it felt good when I made it. But yeah, he didn't. I, it got to the point I was watching the, we're recording this on Friday. So I was watching the Thursday night game. Not I, I really don't care about Geronimo Allison. You know what I mean? My 13th round pick. But obviously his team's playing. So I'm going to keep an eye out for him. The first, corner, the first quarter went by and I was like, is Geronimo Allison hurt? Like I looked real quick to see if there's any news on him. And then like the half went by and I was like, he's not even playing. But I guess he was. I guess he was playing, and he just was not involved whatsoever. Terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking up and down your picks, and I don't see a lot of them that I consider cold. But Geronimo, Geronimo Allison was a guy I was never gonna, never gonna draft. Yeah, so. I wasn't either until he was there in the third round. But um, the cool thing, I and I'm not gonna tilt yet. He's gonna sit on my roster for at least another week. Uh, Thursday night football, whatever opening game, whatever. But if he ends up being just totally uninvolved, that's cool because it gives me someone that's disposable for my next waiver acquisition. So I hear that. That's my feeling on Mr. Allison. All right. Let's move on to the new and improved two Coopers, one cup. Uh, Aaron's team. Hot pick here. I'm going with Emmanuel Sanders in the 10th. Hot. Yeah. Um, I, Emmanuel Sanders was someone that was high on my draft board, like going into the draft. I was like, oh, well, I think he's just so undervalued. So undervalued. And I know, I think he's coming back from an Achilles. Yeah, he's coming back from the Achilles, and no one's supposed to be able to come back from an Achilles. But guess what? I watched one preseason game, and he took a reverse, and I watched that one play, and I was like, his ankle's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. I, uh, so I was going to draft him, and then Aaron, he, Aaron reached on him too. Like, that was well ahead of his ADP. Oh, I wanted him. I I think the round she took him, like he was the next guy. Yeah, but on there my were board. several receivers. Yeah. ahead of him. So I was like, cool, he's going to fall to me because I'm higher on him than most people, but Aaron swiped him. So that was a good pick. Um cold pick for Aaron. Uh again, I picked two and again they're on the same team. Um it's either Jalen Samuels in round 13 or James Washington in round 14. So, so to me, um, I think just because Jalen Samuels could possibly take over if James Conner got hurt, mm-hmm. whereas James Washington, you know, looks right now to be like the third wide receiver yeah like he hasn't shown a lot he didn't show anything last year i'm gonna did dante moncrief get drafted in our league i'm not sure i don't think he did so this is another situation where someone's drafting like they're skipping a player well i think we have a weird so i think it's the unknown like we want to draft young players because they could break out and you think like the the more established players kind of are at you kind of know what you're getting with them okay 
But in this case, when Moncrief is changing teams and going into going to a team that no longer has Antonio Brown, yeah, and like we're all just assuming that a Juju Smith Schuster can just become like, you know, the become the player the that Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown was. Excellent. Yeah. I I think Moncrief could could kind of level up. Sure, but so could James Washington. You know, they're both so late that I don't find them that cold, but I don't think, I think combined, I would never have drafted both of them. Well, this is where, like, I agree that it's tough to have a cold pick in your last two picks, but the way I looked at it is in most leagues and in any league where I'm drafting that's 10 teams in similar to our format, neither of these players are getting drafted. Like, these are both guys sitting on the waiver wire, so I just don't... I mean, I guess I could understand Jalen Samuels if you're the if you're the Connor owner, which she's not. Uh, so I just... I don't I don't like these picks. I think there were more, more valuable picks. Um, we'll talk about Justice Hill later, but, like, I would have drafted Justice Hill over Jalen Samuels. Sure. Um, and we'll also talk about Marquise Goodwin later. I would have drafted Marquise Goodwin over James Washington, but... That's uh, that's fantasy football. Uh, no, we'll we'll move on. Let's go to Odd Jobs Squad. That's Dom's team again. Congratulations yeah. to Dom. He had a baby. Congrats on the baby. He had a baby, and he fucking drafted way better than half of this league. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if uh if it worked in his favor. He might have been a little distracted. Might not have put together the most solid team. We're gonna find out with the uh, power rankings later. Did you actually do those? Sure. All right. So, Ajav squad, hot pick. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald in the 12th. Hot. Love it. Again, this is someone that I think is being totally undervalued in the draft this year. Everyone wants a piece of the air raid offense and Christian Kirk, the young, shiny new toy. And now you got like 65 year old Larry Fitzgerald who's just sitting there and he's just, he's going to do what Larry Fitzgerald does. The 12th round. Like, that's why. Yeah. That's why I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, he could. 12th round feels to me like that's his absolute floor, right? Like, yeah. And there's all the, there's these narratives that Christian Kirk is now, you know, is going to emerge as this incredible wide receiver, you know? Yeah. Great. Great. Love right. to see it. But I mean, Larry Fitzgerald's still there. Sure. In an, in an offense that, like, I don't even know the answers to these questions, but if you look at where Larry Fitzgerald finished last year and then you just do the same thing, he's probably more valuable than where he got drafted at. And then you throw in that, like, the offense is supposed to be a 100 million times better, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it's worth taking him in the 12th, obviously. So let's go to his cold pick. Cold pick, I'm going David Njoku round seven. <laughs> This isn't like ice cold to me, but this was the coldest that I saw. Well, I think it's it, if you're taking a tight end round seven, you, you want it to be like a yeah, like a guarantee. This is where I, yeah, I don't. Me personally, this is not where I wanted to get caught taking my tight end. Yeah, like and, I wanted to skip this group. And it's in 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 Joku. I feel like is his ADP is it's inflated because he's a brown and the browns are kind of like the the new the hot offense yeah the, the team season. that everyone wants to get pieces a, a piece but i of. feel like that's why he, he should be 
pushed down because there's so many mouths to feed there. Well, that's what, you know, like, that's what I don't know. Like, I, I know that Baker Mayfield is supposedly a guy who spreads the ball around. Great. And if, if the other I guys... I want are, that. I want, the, I want a quarterback that's throwing to the tight end. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and the other options are Odo Beckham Jr., Jarvis yeah. Landry, right? Yeah. You know, it's like... Um, I don't like part like in a vacuum, David and Joku in the seventh, I don't think it's like, Oh man, that's a terrible pick. Like that's probably where he's drafted. But again, the reason why I picked this one is because I went and I looked at the, the rest of the draft board and after he drafted in Joku, you then were able to get Vance McDonald who I like a hundred times more than in Joku this season. So, I mean, maybe that's just a personal preference thing, but like drafting in Joku when Vance McDonald is still there, I would not have done it. But, Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next team. Great name here. This is Team G Kessler. Uh, still hasn't made a team name. Are you gonna have any feelings about that? Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. Okay. <laughs> team G Kessler, hot pick. I'm going Zach Ertz in the fourth round. Hot. Um, I did a shit ton of mock drafts this year before our draft, and I don't think I did a single one where Zach Ertz made it out of the third round. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I took George Kittle in the third. Yeah, in the third, fully expecting, like, oh, I, I there's no chance I'm going to get one of the top three tight ends on my next pick, so I got to do this now. And then Ertz fell to the next round. So I was probably wrong. I probably read our room wrong, but uh, I just think it's a good value in the fourth to get. Oh, I would have loved Zach Ertz in the fourth. Yeah. Hot pick. Job, Greg. Now let's talk about what I think is the coldest pick in the draft. Greg's cold pick. Andy Isabella, round 13 from the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Is he a Cardinal? Like he is a cardinal. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I get it. It's a tip of the cap to UMass, which I appreciate, but like do it in the fourteenth. <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't know. What do we I mean, I think fourteenth round is fine. Sure. Yeah. Do but, it in the fourteenth. Yeah, like no one no one know. was no one was gonna be drafting Andy Isabella, so you didn't need to reach on in the thirteenth grade. Yeah, but I hear that. Um, now watch it'll be fucking nasty. Really fast is my understanding. Really fast guy. Um, moving on to the final team here. Another great team name. We got Team McGirt19. Hot pick, and I don't want to hear any kind of recency bias on this. Hot pick, Anthony Miller, round 11. Hot. Yeah. I just, I, Anthony Miller was another guy that was on my draft board that I thought was being undervalued. And, I was hoping to snap him up at the end of the draft. Uh, didn't happen. Curtis drafted him. Obviously, we already saw the opening game for the Bears, and he did nothing. Um, but I'm still not like, that doesn't concern me. Um, so I still think this is a good pick. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think when, he, when I saw him, go in that round i was like oh he's still here yeah you know he got pushed way down because of his injury um so he's being undervalued so good pick there uh now for the cold pick this one could be controversial people say oh how could this be a cold pick well i'm gonna explain it to you his cold pick michael thomas in the second round 
This is what allowed me to get Julio Hones. Like he passed up Julio Hones to pick Michael Thomas for some reason, likes Michael Thomas more. Uh, I was so I did not go into this draft with the thought that like I was going to get two of the top wide receivers. Yeah. And then Julio Hones was there. So to me, I think it, it depends on scoring. Like I think if it was a full PPR, I, uh, I could see the argument. You know, because mm-hmm. Julio Jones, like Julio Hones, Julio Hones, Julio Hones is gonna catch. He he's gonna get fifteen hundred receiving yards. Well, that's the thing. It's he's the receiving get 2, yards. Two thousand receiving yards. Yeah, this year. of course. He's gonna get two thousand receiving yards and two touchdowns. Would I? Did I? I definitely would have preferred Julio Jones, but I mean, it's it's close. Did you want to do a different cold pick? Well, here, let me just. Let me just look real quick. Um, what the fuck? His hot pick is definitely where he got Josh Gordon in the eighth round. You think so? Yeah. Okay. But I would say his cold pick is Jamal Williams. Like, why the fuck do you want Jamal Williams? Uh, that's like a handcuff pick. Sure, but you're handcuffing like... I don't know. Like, If it's not... It's if, the end of the draft, though. That's why, like, whatever. If it's not Aaron Jones, I do not want the running back for the Packers. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So we got like three cold picks for Curtis. <laughs> uh, you want to do Keith of the Week? Sure. The Keith of the Week is... <laughs> Senior! What do you think about that? I just... Look, I liked his draft better than yours. That's, all, that's what it came down to. I like his roster better than yours. I gaff. So, tap me all you want. I'm making the playoffs. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say you wouldn't. Uh, key senior keys of the week. All right. Uh, we're we're moving on to power rankings. Yep. Um, as everybody remembers, or the people that were in this league remember, last year we had rotating drops that you fucked up every time. Okay. Um. There's only so many like drops out there that I could find. So I'm ditching that for this season unless, you know, there's an uproar about it and I just have like a standard okay, drop let's hear it. for power ranking. So this is power rankings. The power is yours. Nice. Short and sweet. That's awesome. So what uh, do you got? So wait, wait, oh, I forgot. Uh, All right, let's go. From the top to the bottom. That's what we do. Oh, yeah, we do it from the top to the bottom. I forgot. That's right. Uh, right. We do it from the top to the bottom. So I foreshadowed this a little bit. Um, I didn't have a ton of time, so I'm basing it on team name. Oh, okay, great. That's what everybody's tuning in for. (laughs) No one gives a shit about my opinion anyway. Uh, So I don't think we'll see this, this manager at the top. Most Ever weeks, um, but two Coopers, one cup takes a top spot for wow. me. Wow, number one goes to Aaron. Excellent. Well, because it's a it's a throwback to last year. It's clever, yep. and now she has another Cooper. Yeah, it's accurate. It's perfect. Perfect. Uh, number two is. I'm gonna give it to me. I'm, okay. I'm real happy about C Mac and me. Yeah. The only uh I I agree. Um 
there are probably managers in this league that don't get it or know what it's in reference isn't to. Isn't that make doesn't that make it better? Probably not. It probably makes it worse. Okay. Anyways, well. there's a movie called Mac and Me. It's got aliens. If you look at Keith's helmet, like there's an alien head that's Mac. It's great. It's so, really great. Uh, um, Mac and Me is a just a brutal ripoff of E.T. Yeah. And it has. But it has just like McDonald's. And, and it has Paul Rudd in it. Yeah. It's, so. <laughs> now, Paul Rudd's not in it. He just loves it. <laughs> He's not that little fucking kid. No, I don't then think Then why so. does he always show that clip on Conan? I really don't think it's him. Isn't Jennifer Aniston's in it? Yeah, she is. Okay. That was her first movie I ever. I mean, Paul Rudd, Jennifer Aniston, they're in everything Whatever. Uh, so, number three, this is where it gets tough because, um, you know, I think, I don't know if I should be considering helmets in this or not. Uh, sure. Logo. So okay, we make the rules here. Okay. So, if that's the case, it's really it's really a battle between you and Bryce. Um. I think originally I would have gone Bryce until you made that adjustment to your helmet. Oh, my alternate helmet? Your alternate helmet, which it bothers me that it's a different like template, but it's a great helmet. So I'll go I'll go the nuclear hurricane. That was like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. Wait, what's the team name? Is it Nuclear? No, 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 no. N- nuclear Hurricanes. Nuclear Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, buddy. Nuclear hurricane. Okay. Do you know who that first clip is? No. Nuclear hurricane. You don't know who's saying that? I don't know. Listen very closely to the pronunciation. Nuclear hurricane. I don't know who that is. Nuclear hurricane. <laughs> it's Stop. George W. Bush, and he's saying nuclear. <laughs> yeah, nuclear hurricanes. Number three. Uh, number four, Connor Air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I yeah, love sucks. I love the reference to Con Air. Yeah. I love, I love the helmet, but Connor Air is just, it's just like I slip up on it every time I say it. Well, let me say this. He could, like, the appearance of it, not of the helmet, of the actual word could be better. I would have done all capital C-O-N lowercase n-e-r and then all capital a-i-r really i would have done that okay because then when you see it the first thing you see is con air and you're like oh yeah fucking con air and then uh and then you see and the, the, the nerd well, isn't like, con oh, okay, air yeah, the it. way they show it on like the movie like isn't there like a a dot a between con and it i think there's like a, a hyphen I think. so if you made that hyphen into n-e-r that'd be kind of cool yeah so uh, do that, Bryce. So, Bryce, you're four. Bryce, go on the sleeper chat and explain why you made a okay. stupid word. So, um, you stupid f-ing Bryce. I don't know what to do. Like, for where are we? Five. This is five. All right, and, let's hurry this up. Okay. So, I'm gonna go odd job squad. Odd job squad. And it's mostly logo here. Yeah. Because when he when he had the names, I was like, oh, I like odd job, but it was again, it was a little like. I didn't really get it. Hey, that's pretty good. But once I saw his helmet, I was like, all right, you're five. Uh, number six is Quiche. I think he could go higher if he's if, if he, he like, made a helmet. If, if he made a helmet, if he actually referenced a player on his team versus just making it like the name <laughs> of a, a rapper or whatever. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say I dislike the last four that we're going to talk about. Okay, so these are all bad then yeah so unlucky charms suck like it's it's just so uninspired like i appreciate the effort i do like 
Number, so where am I? Number seven? Is that seven or is that? Listen, what I do appreciate uh, about it is that he did the whole uppercase, lowercase thing. So that See, it was clear what he was, to, but what, eh. he's, what he's referencing. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, fine. But still. Uh, so then that leaves three, right? I don't know. I don't uh, know where we are. So, at, so number eight is Team G Kessler. Suck. Um, Come on, Greg. Because at least Greg, I know your ass is riding that train. At least You've got the time. Let's get it together. It, Let's get a team name. At least his username's not weird. So <laughs> he's eight. So okay. So uh, Team McGirt nineteen is nine because he Suck. has a weird username. How is there someone who's worse than Mc- Team McGirt 19? <laughs> well, at number 10, we got Mark. Girl, I want a <laughs> yeah, Montes. I forgot, I forgot about Mark. a long time. Like, talk what about, does this mean? Talk about, yeah, talk about a name that no one gets. Like, at least you and Bryce get C-Mac in me. Yeah. Um, like, okay, so I know there's, like, a common reference to, like, girl, I want to love you long time or, like, isn't that a thing? But what is uh, I want a Montez, a Montez sweat you and then la long time. But like, is that Mon- he doesn't now? have like a Montez on his team? <laughs> like, <laughs> is it like Montez Burfecht? not on his team. Is Montez Sweat a person? Yeah, is he Montez an Sweat. It, wasn't he like the second pick of this year's draft? I did not watch the draft. I think he's like a D end or something on like the Redskins. Yeah, but like you could. Yeah, um, look, if you're going to use a player name in your team name, that player is supposed to be on your team. Well, he's supposed to be at least eligible to be drafted. <laughs> Girl, I want a Montez Sweat. La long time. Uh, uh, no idea. All right. So that's 10. Moving on. Um, We've got, holy shit, we still have a lot here. What we'll, time? We'll run through them. What time do you have to be home? Uh, in 15 minutes. I Okay, so sticking with our common format, we're going to go to what's on there? Tell me what's on there. We're doing the waves. Why is this the not? The waiver. God damn it. We're doing wave. the waiver waves. All right, so again, like the season hasn't started. We've had two uh, free agent acquisitions real quick. Mark swapped Josh Allen for Justice Hill. Kind of talked about Justice Hill earlier. Uh, Someone that I like, he just didn't, I like, he needed to be drafted. I think Justice Hill should have been drafted. Um, And like when I got to my last pick, I was like, I objectively think that I should be drafting Justice Hill right now, but he just didn't really fit into what I was trying to do for a roster construction. Um, So he got left out there, and then I was kind of upset that Mark was able to get him because I wanted someone who needed running back help more than Mark to pick up Justice Hill. But uh, So that was the first one. And then, uh, Keith, you swapped Tony Pollard for Marquise Goodwin. Um, There were several times where I almost texted you and I was like, hey, you should drop Tony Pollard for Marquise Goodwin. But I was like, (laughs) selfishly, I was like, if one of my guys, like, I don't know, Geronimo Allison doesn't do anything, I'm going to want to swap him for Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. Too late. You did it. Well, Um, I mean. I think that's a good move. I think so too, but we'll see after this week. And if like Debo Samuel is just like all over the place, probably not, but. He's just Marquis Goodwin's just so fast. Such I need, a weapon in today's NFL. Well, like I said, I'm I'm trying to find my wide receiver. Yeah. 
you know, three or four in the free agency. So here's my week one attempt at it. All right. So, yeah, we will see. We will see what's going on next week. So let's talk about it. Uh, This is... Yeah, just falling apart here. What do we call this? Just, do we just call this the preview? Yeah. All right, so this is the week one preview. All right, first matchup, we have myself, um, the... Uh, Going up against the aforementioned girl, sweat oh, on you, long. Oh, you don't have a drop for that. Long. <laughs> I haven't come up with one yet. Uh, it's me versus Mark. Um, and, uh, oh, shit. Right off the bat, we've got our showdown, week one showdown, uh, simply because this is just a big rematch to kick off the season. Uh, if you remember last season, me and Mark played in the semifinals. He beat me by a fraction of a point. Um, super frustrating. Yeah, that so ended up. Here's being... my chance for a little payback and a yeah, sick five points from David Montgomery to start the week. Yeah, that so helps. That helps. Um, is there really anything to like talk about at this point? Not really. I I I think that the next matchup is my favorite. The one I'm going to be paying closest attention to. Okay, for some reason Keith really wants to pay attention to Odd Job Squad versus the Unlucky Charm. Well, it's our two new managers. Oh, fuck. I should have made that the trumpet ole showdown. Um, yeah, the two new guys. What? Double showdown, two new guys. Um, who do you think is going to win? Don't we do picks here? Yeah, sure. All right. So Who's I between me and Mark. So I got you. All right, cool. Thanks. I'm gonna pick Mark. Uh, I got Dom. Dom. Uh, I haven't looked at the rosters. I'm gonna take Dirk. All right. We're doing this blind. Okay. I'm doing this blind. This, Next matchup, Team G. Do we have like worse? Like, what's the <laughs> opposite? Uh, yeah. Literally the opposite. Um, team G Kessler versus Team is, McGirt nineteen. I don't have a drop for the opposite of the showdown, but um, you know what? Let's just play this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Old man Clemens hates shit. Oh, here he goes. Who the hell is it? What do you want? Judas Priest Barber is one of those flaming bags again. Don't put it out with your boots, Tad. <laughs> don't tell me my business, devil woman. Call the fire department. Oh. This one's out of control. <laughs> Jesus Christ. (laughs) It could have been cut off. That's the shitty team name, Bull. It's Team G. Kessler versus Team McGirt19. I don't know how to cut off drops. Uh, The only way I know how to do it is to play another drop. So that's why those. Okay. Um, Yeah, I have have, uh, Greg here because Devontae Adams absolutely shit the bed. He did. Yep. Um, man. Yeah. What? Who? Who's on Greg? Yeah, I'm gonna take Greg. He's favored to win like 75. percent Oh, is he really? All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm smart. Uh, all right. Next, we have Rich Homie Quan versus Two Coopers One Cup. What do you think? I think Aaron had a good draft, and I'm I'm going Aaron here. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go Quiche. Last matchup. Connor Air versus 
C-Mac and me also could have been a showdown. A lot on the line here. Yeah. I think I think week one is is I'm my team is at its weakest point. I think it's gonna get better. Oh yeah. My God. Nice. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. You think your team's just gonna only gonna get better? Yeah, I think I'm gonna win the league. It's nice. Um all right, I am going to pick you to win this matchup. Wow. Did you pick yourself? No, I picked Bryce. Oh. Cool. I think we disagreed on every single one of them. Uh, nice. No, we both took Greg to beat oh, you're Curtis. Right. That's the but one yeah, we, we disagreed on. on all the other ones. Uh, so that's the uh, whatever it's called. All right, anything else? Uh, your little script says parting thoughts. Yeah. I need to part ways. 